Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. Turn to Matthew 5, 13 through 16. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. It says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savior, wherewith shall it be salted? If it's there, thereforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trotted under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candles, but put it under a bushel, but under a candlestick, but it giveth light unto all that are in the house." Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I'm going to speak on are you letting your light shine? Are you letting your light shine? Jesus, I pray tonight, God, that your anointed word, God, go forth today, God. I ask you, Father, every heart and every soul that's in this place, God, would hear your word. God, I ask you, Father, let it me speak clearly, Jesus, and the anointing fall, God. I can do nothing without you, God, and I'm your vessel tonight, God. Use me for your glory and your purpose. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do in the name of Jesus Christ, you may be seated. Are you letting your light shine? So are you the first person that people call when they need prayer? Some, somebody that is not in church, are they the first person they're going to pick up the phone and are they going to call you? You have that relationship with God, then people are going to call you because you're a believer of prayer. You may be looking at yourself and you may have that question. I remember when I was little that my parents, they were always being asked, hey, can you pray for me? I'm injured, I'm sick, or I'm in a trial. Because my, prayer, my parents were shedding their light. They were shining their light. Other people knew that they were prayer warriors and that they could get a hold of God. So are you, that is really, to be honest, that's your first start of shining your light. You want to shine your light bright. We're living in a lost and dying world, people. We really are. And it is getting darker and darker. And it's the simple things. It's the simple things that we can shed our light and making sure that we are shining bright as we are out and talking with people. We should be a walking, living, breathing testimony. So we should always be representing Christ in everything we do. And you want to let your light shine brighter than ever before. If you're hiding your light, you're not living up to your purpose of what God has called you to do. You are called to be the light of the world. People say that they're not qualified. If you're not feeling qualified tonight, 
I'm here to tell you, you're qualified. You are someone, if you're filled with God's spirit, you are qualified. You are qualified. Don't ever feel like you're not qualified. You are qualified. We're going to turn to 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. It says, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to one another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom he, whom be praised and dominion forever and ever. Amen. I also looked up the NIV, and I want to read that too, because I think it's, um, it's this is a, kind of a little bit easier to maybe understand. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do as the strength of God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be all the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. I think that pretty much sums it up, right? We all have a purpose to be a light to this world. Let's look at a few people in the Bible that became great after God anointed them. Moses, he had a stuttering problem. David, he had an affair and was a murderer. Noah was a drunk. It's easy to let your light shine if you're showing his glory. Just show God's glory. It's easy to let your light shine. Living holy and righteous for him. If you're living holy and righteous, you are letting your light shine. If you're always think about being kingdom-minded, it's easy to let your light shine. If you're loving people, it's easy to let your light shine. If you're humble, it's easy to let your light shine. If you're a true worshiper, it's easy to let your light shine. Are you letting your light shine at work? Are you being Christ-like? Are you letting your light shine in every aspect of your life? Are you letting your light shine around your family, around your neighbors? Do you treat people differently when you're not here in church? It's very, very easy sometimes we get into the world. We need to kill this flesh and we need to become more in tune with the spirit and put on the, the spiritual side and not stay in the flesh. You should be spreading your testimony to friends, to your relatives, to co-workers, and setting yourself as an example of being Christ-like. They will know the difference. Trust me, people know the difference. And really, I think God was speaking to me on this message because I had 
such a, I, I had such a, I was so dwelled on, I wasn't qualified, I don't have opportunities, and I began to look past those, and I said, God, just use me, use the vessel, however you can, and he directs and guides if you're sensitive in the spirit, but you have to have the desire You have to have that desire. You have to pray. You have to pray. You have have to have that desire within your heart. You're not gonna, God's not gonna direct you and guide you if you just, hey, I'm gonna witness today. I think I'm gonna be a light. I'm gonna be a witness. Uh Uh-uh. God's gonna direct and guide you if you are being prayfully and obedience to him. It's all about, yes, we might have, we might not think there's opportunities. I am amazed and blown away by when I focus the prayer on using me today, that's when he changes it. That's when he's going to direct you. That's when he's, he's going to put somebody in your path and you'd be amazed. Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it's every day. Because you were willing to sacrifice and dedicate yourself to that prayer. And that's where he's going to use you. And you would be amazed. You are the only Jesus people will sometimes ever see. It is, time is short. We need to continue steadfast walking and breathing testimony because we never know that person that could be the last time they see that person of truth that's going to deliver that word. Don't ever miss out that opportunity. He has given you the baptism. When you went down in his name and baptism, you taken on his name. You were sealed with glory. When you went down in baptism, then also you took on the name when you receive the Holy Spirit, that is being sealed with his glory. Let his glory shine through you. You have that power. You have that authority. Don't back down and let Satan get in your mind. It's all Satan. He's dealing with you. Just remember, I have the authority in me. You have a spirit. Oh, if we get a passion and a desire to always be kingdom-minded people. Thinking kingdom-minded, it's not. It, just today, I was speaking with somebody and they said, somebody passed away again. And guess what? Somebody passed away again. They said they always, I, I hate to even say this, it always comes in threes, it seems like. And that's what they said. There's like three people died. And I said, I, you know, I apologize. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry that, you know, your loved one passed away. But I said, there's hope because God can use you to minister. God can use you. I don't really care who it is. You can say that to somebody. God can use you to minister them, to talk to them. And be a word of encouragement. That's what it is. It's us being that light to a lost and dying world. Sometimes it's just a simple smile. Sometimes it's 
just being an ear for somebody to talk to. And they just need to hear. To, they just need somebody to talk to. And you can encourage them. It's all about being encouragement and being positive. I'm always, everywhere I go, I try to be that positivity. Because people say, yes, I'm a leader in my building where I work. And they, I always have to try to be positive. And sometimes it's hard. It's very, very hard in today's society. But I always, I always put my smile on and I say, it's a great day to be alive. Because, you know why? Because we have opportunities and God is going to continue to shine his light through you if you are dedicated and you are willing. Just be a willing vessel Somebody we needs a prayer. Somebody needs to be spoken to some today. Somebody needs that smile. Make your spirit shine bright and see what God will do. All right, let's turn to 1 John 4. I'm sorry, 1 John 1, verse 4 through 7. 1 John 1, 4 through 7. It says, and these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This one is a message which we have heard of him and declared unto you, that God is light, and in him no darkness at all. And if we say we have fellowship with him, we, and we walk in darkness, we lie. And we do not tell the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. We need to walk daily, pray daily that we will be used to let your light shine. That is the difference, letting your light shine because you're fellowshipping with him. That is how you're going to continue to shine your light. Are you going to be holy and separate from the world? Yeah, we need to live in this world, but we're not of the world. We are living in this world, but we're not of the world. We need to be set apart. People will know the difference by the way you act, by the way you talk, by the way you live. And are you spreading joy? Showing love and being humble. Let's turn to John 3, 19 through 21. John 3, 19 through 21. And it says, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought in, wrought in God. In this passage of scripture, it's saying the light came into the world in a person of Jesus Christ, and his presence Condemn those in darkness. People love darkness rather than light because of the deeds of evil. 
Those who practice evil hate Jesus. They don't like God. Who is in the light and do not come to him? They fear their deeds will be exposed. True believers stay in the light and continue to let their light shine. We can show people the light and they won't be in darkness anymore. Are you going to show him, show people the light? They need that light. Don't fear on sharing the word of God. You need, people need to come to repentance and then they can stay in the light with us. We need to show love is also letting your light shine. Loving people is putting pride aside, surrendering yourself to be a vessel under his kingdom and his glory. If you're truly loving people, it's easy to minister to people. Easy to pray for them. Pull as many as people you can to reach this world. God's love is how we can impact this world around us. Be a true Lover of souls. If you're seeking souls and not people, you will truly be winning souls. You are chosen to love people. We need to continue to love people. Let's turn to Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. It says in this verse, it says, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In this verse, Jesus is trying to say, love not only him, but he's also talking about everyone around us. If you notice in verse 37, he says, heart, soul, and mind, This is very important because we need to love people is what it's all about. Jesus loved people. We need to love people. If you are doing this today, it should be easy to spread the word. It should be easy to shed your light, shine your light brighter than ever before. Share a word of encouragement. Invite somebody to church. Invite somebody to a Bible study. If you're truly loving your neighbor as thyself, to me, I think it would be easy then to spread your, your light to other people. You see a person at the grocery store, you see a person at work, why not invite them to a connect group or whatever? Just continue to shed your light. The soul is living in darkness and they have no hope. You have answers. We need to share our testimony and we need to continue to pray. These verses were also talking about the church. We need to be united amongst the body of Christ. We need to be united more than ever, ever before. We're all here for one goal is to grow the kingdom Help strengthen your friends. Help strengthen your brother. Help strengthen your sister. 
It's all about winning souls. All right, let's turn to 1 John 2, 8 through 11. 1 John 2, 8 through 11. It says, again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. He that saith is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling, stumbleth in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because the darkness had blinded his eyes. If we are not showing love to people in the church, this will impact our whole life on our outlook on being, building the kingdom. We need to love our brothers and our sisters in church. It is so important to have unity and we all have the same goal. What happened when they were in the upper room? They were all in one cord and one of mine. They were united because they were focused on one thing and that was to get a hold of God. And if we're all focused on kingdom-minded things, we are going to win more souls for his kingdom and his glory. It's all about him and it's all about winning souls. If we're just here and we're punching our clock, we're sitting down, we get back up, we go back out and we're not spreading love out there and we're not shedding the light, what are we doing? What are we doing? We need to get a hold of an apostolic Pentecostal move of God that we're out there, we're shedding that light, we're changing lives because we have a desire and a hunger and thirst for people and souls. It's all about souls and we do not have much longer. We don't have much longer. My, me and my wife were just talking about this the other day. She's like, what's going on? Why do people keep on dying? Because we don't know when is our last breath. We need to minister now. The time is short. We need to continue steadfast and continue to move forward. It's all about souls. Do you want to do wonders and miracles today? God is the one that does the miracles and the wonders, but it's through us. We are the vessel. He can use anybody. He needs to use you because you're the vessel. Step out of your comfort zone. Step out in faith. Faith is also a huge part of spreading and shining your light. We need to be stepping out in faith, inviting people and praying. Someone is going to get the victory if we're stepping out and praying for somebody. If somebody needs healed, you're stepping out in faith. It's all stepping out of faith. If someone is in a hard part of their life, you can be that person. You can be that light to them 
And that is all what it's all about. Just doing your part. The first time might be hard, but when you continue to take those steps of faith, it will get easier and easier and easier. You need to just step out in faith and go boldly before the throne of grace and speak to God and say, I need that faith to overcome this and not have that fear. Put fear aside, step out in faith. God is looking for people to more people to step out in faith. Greater faith gives you greater confidence. The more you can do with God, greater faith gives you more confidence. I'm going to turn to Isaiah 6, 1 through 13. Now this is a little bit longer pressed scripture, but I thought this was really important. In Isaiah 6, 1 through 13. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one six wings with twain. He covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord host. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched my lips. Thy iniquity is taken away and the sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and whom will go for us? Then he said, I, here am I, send me. And he said, Go. And tell his people, hear ye indeed, but understand not. And he said, and he see indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of the people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their ears, lest they see their eyes, and hear the ears, and understand within their heart, and convert and be healed." Then said I, Lord, how long? And he answered unto the cities, Be waste unto inhabitants of the house, unto a man, and the land be uttered dissolent. And the Lord hath removed man far away, and there be a great forsaking in the midst of the land. But yet in it shall be tenth, and shall return, and shall be eaten as the tell tree and the oak, whose substance is in them, whose thou hast cast their leaves, see the holy seed shall be substance therein. In this vision, Isaiah saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and in his train was the robe filled with the temple. The Lord had a message to deliver to the nation of Judah, and his expresses he express has his desire and message in verse 8, Isaiah's explanation. Here am I, send me. Marked the beginning of his ministry. 
The priest was now a prophet. And the Lord's message of Judah eventually became the book of Isaiah. Before Isaiah could say, here am I, send me, he had a problem that he had addressed. Isaiah described how Isaiah was made aware of his own unworthiness. Woe to me, I am ruined For I am a man of unclean lips. I live among people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Standing in the Lord's presence, Isaiah made painfully aware of his sin. And he is broken about it. He said the same way to Job and Peter when they were confronted with the presence of the Lord. God was preparing Isaiah for his cleansing and his commission. He was preparing him. Prior to the point, he saw himself unworthy messenger. Once he was forgiven, he immediately desired to serve the Lord in whatever way possible. He immediately desired to serve the Lord at whatever way possible. The Lord's asking, whom shall I send And whom will go for us? He wants willing volunteers in his service. And grateful as Isaiah was. He didn't hesitate. He took the opportunity. Here I am. Send me to that person. Send me to that somebody that needs something. Send me today to somebody that is lost and dying and has no hope. Send me. Today, Jesus is asking, who will answer the call? You need to answer that call. Send me. Isaiah served the God and he was forgiven and saved. And from that point on, for the rest of his life, he was willing to sacrifice and commit to his glory, God's glory. Let's turn to last scripture here. Ephesians 5, 5 through 8. Ephesians 5, 5 through 8. And I'm reading this in the NIV because I thought this was really good in this. So, For this you can be sure, no immortal, impure, or greedy person, such as person of idolater, has inheritance in the kingdom of Christ, of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for such as such things God wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore do not partners with them, for you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. Live as children of light. We need to continue to stay in the light. Let's make sure we continue to live in the light and shed our light. In the Bible, light always talks about being symbol of holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, hope, and God's revelation. Remembering being in the light is being humble, living a holy life, being a servant, loving people like never before. Yes, none of us are worthy of 
But it's because of his glory that we can now enjoy his presence and his power. How much more should we want to represent the King of kings and the Lord of lords by shedding and shining our light to manifest the power and the spirit and the glory? We must step out. I know I already said this, but we need to step out of our comfort zone. We must dare to do the impossible. Putting your trust in Christ, in Jesus, that he is going to lead, he's going to give you the words to say. Our faith must be put to work. We must promote his glory every day. Let our light shine. We must decrease He must increase every day. So let your light shine. Let your spirit shine through you. And let God direct and guide you. If you could please stand. Let's continue to let our light shine brighter than ever before. Because we may be that very last person in life that had truth that you could have shared with them. If you think about that, every person you come in contact with, I might be that last person that they might see light in. Shed, shine your light. We need to walk in the spirit more. We need to continue to kill our flesh. This flesh is hard to live in. We all know. But we need to kill it daily. Daily kill your flesh. If you're more sensitive in the spirit and you walk more in the spirit, you are going to affect and you are going to minister more than you've ever did before. Who's going to be the one that continues to put their candle under the bushel? Or are you going to put your candle on a candlestick and you're going to let your light shine and shine brighter than ever, ever before? Jesus, I pray tonight as we open the altar, God, I pray your anointing and your power is here tonight. That Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at AbundantLifeChurch.org.